0: Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Valerian This is the Called Shot Podcast.
1: <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Called Shot Podcast. Wanted to make a quick announcement about the contest for Fane's figure on Hero Forge. Some people have been asking about a description of Fane. Um can find it on our website as well as all of our social media outlets also this week we're heading down to chatacon to play games and drink beer hope some people can come down and meet us uh, we've heard that cosmic crit is going to be hitting some other conventions hopefully maybe they'll be able to come up and meet us at chatacon this year we'd like to see them meet them maybe have a couple of beers as for now we hope you enjoy episode 24 Quandries and quarries
2: <laughs> we
3: got popsicles
1: oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> Welcome everybody to 2018 <sighs> This is our official recording The first one of the year All new dice I got a new microphone I'm wearing over here I hope it sounds good If it sounds like crap, let me know
0: On your super cool hat
2: Yeah, we got hats We've got shirts mm-hmm. And we're getting ready to record episode
3: Twenty four. Twenty
2: four. Oh. I'm actually really excited about this. Uh so let's um let's talk about what was happening when we left off last week, which for us was like five now thousand weeks ago, I think. Can we
0: not talk about <laughs> it? I just realized
4: yeah. it's twenty four. We've got to save the president, that being John Ollie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, I, I think, okay, it's yeah, yeah one episode. From now on, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, that's
5: right. What reference is this? 24. 24. Oh, the TV Lord. show
1: Twenty Four. That whole that season Wait. in one day. Never heard of it. Well, of course not.
5: Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. All right,
2: moving on. <laughs> you
4: don't even have the
6: excuse that you weren't alive. Like yeah, you, with this lot of literally we're
4: ended about. like last year. Yeah.
6: yeah. Yep. Lost when, when he doesn't watch TV. He doesn't watch yeah. TV. It's okay. It's cable, okay. We're cable not, cutters, man.
5: We're
2: only
6: mostly judging you. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. To be fair, I've never watched either, but I get the reference. Okay. Right. Yeah.
2: So, Thane, if I remember correctly, was basically fireman carrying Sebastian on his back over to the tunnel entrance slash exit.
1: Yes. S- p- Dragging him, him out the of tunnel. the water.
0: This oh, map yeah. is backwards. Oh, it hurts.
1: <laughs> it's flipped since the last time.
2: You smell the fetid aroma of fish guts and body parts from past grindy low meals. It is nasty in here.
1: Ambrose? <laughs> no that's fish guts not yeah. not, not, not gritty it smells oh, oh. it smells like Ambrose's fish <laughs> stew in here oh, nasty man.
2: and disgusting
1: I'm now getting hungry yep.
2: I think Kit is actually hiding in the back of the tunnel uh, after I think she saw the whale right up in her face really close and she went nope and backflipped up over Fane mm. Gave him the high five. It was uh, all free willie style in there.
0: Pretty sure she's got back close to the edge now, though, because the last thing okay. she did was she asked where Jack was.
2: That's right. So you're moving up to so kind of look for Jack. So she is not okay. happy
0: with this. She doesn't believe it.
2: All right. Uh, Adagoke's head now breaks the surface of the water. He is holding the queen's harpoon above his head, but John Ollie is nowhere to be seen. He is in the belly of the beast. So let's take a trip into John's mind full of whey protein and Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) No, wait, that's Adam's mind. My fault. Let's take a trip into John's mind. His last memory was being swallowed whole by the whale. John wakes up, standing in that same field of grass, wind whipping around a new coat, his hair playing around his eyes. He has an eye patch now. And he stares at one spot. A woman appears beside him. She is dressed in full pirate regalia. Tricorn hat, a leather coat, an unused eye patch is hanging around her neck, and a red vest peaks beneath a purple scarf and a sharp
5: tooth necklace.
0: John Ollie or Ivsar... You know I care more about what's in your heart than your name, right? Even though you don't acknowledge me as your goddess, I have been watching you. And you've done well by your crew. You're still young, but you choose to dive into danger and save those that serve on your ship. So I'm going to give you a choice. Life, or Forezma's judgment. Choose wisely, but first, a vision.
2: The colors! begin to swirl around, then they begin to coalesce and reform on that same field. But this time, you see a woman in red thorny armor standing beside a small boy. A young girl is on the ground before them, hands tied behind her.
0: What if, John Ollie? What if...
2: The woman disappears as quickly as she came and she leads John Ollie to watch nearly the same scene from before play out before
5: him. Except this time, young John takes the knife. He steps forward and he grabs the little girl's hair and he shoves her head backwards and he takes the dagger and cuts her neck from ear to ear. His mother looks at him with an approving smile.
2: Fast forward in time teenaged Isfar is enjoying a birthday with his father. His mother storms in, jerking him away by his arm. His father merely smiles, proud of his family. Farther forward, a 20-something Isfar, dressed in all black, is sitting on a rooftop in Port Peril. He sees a young man enter a bar dressed in Parisian garb. He takes a last look at a piece of paper with these words scrawled on
5: Sebastian, 20-ish, human male, black hair, impulsive gambler from Vresia, contract from the White Witches, return his tongue and a small cat figurine for payment. John crumbles up the piece of paper, shoves it down his throat, and pulls out a red-handled knife.
2: Flashes of brief moments continue farther forward. A much older Adagoke sits in a chair as the owner of a new bar.
5: A flash of lightning illuminates Ibsfar just before he plunges his dagger into Adagoke's chest.
2: Kitnik is talking with a strange three headed blue creature in a strange land.
5: He tracks Kitnik down in the Feyworld's witch market, powerful magic paid for by all the previous contracts. He's patient, but she is not safe from his blade. Fame.
2: ...is lounging near a theater, enjoying a cup of something warm.
5: Even in a crowded marketplace like this, Ivsar completes his contract. No one is out of sight for him. And now, we're back on the grassy plain.
2: John stares at the back of his mother and young John. Besmara is behind him again.
0: Now. Now is the time to choose. Will you be John Ollie, or will you be Yvesvar?
2: And she's gone again, still in the dream state. Older John begins to meld into young John by his mother's side.
5: Young John takes the knife from his mother and grins wickedly.
2: And now we are back in the present. Adagoke has dove back down and is now pulling the whale from the water. Fane steps up, slices it open with his dagger. John Ollie is bitten, bits of inside now on the outside, his flesh mangled and eye torn from its socket. And a slow murmur is heard on the wind. When Besmara comes a-calling, the wind she comes a-wailing, a-wailing. A truth and light, sword and fight, when she comes a callin', you best to come a fightin', a fightin', a fightin'. When Bazara comes a callin', when she comes a wailin', a a
5: Truth and light, sword and fight, when she comes a callin', you best to come a fightin',
2: a fightin', a fightin'. When Mara comes a callin', the wind she comes
6: a-wailin', 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 truth and light, sword and fight. When she comes a callin',
5: you best to come a-fightin', a-fightin', a-fightin'. When Mara comes a callin', the wind
6: she comes a-wailin', 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 truth and light, sword
4: and fight. When she comes a callin', you best to come a-fightin', a-fightin', a-fightin'. When Besmara comes a-calling, the the wind, she comes comes a-wailing, a-wailing, a-wailing. Truth repeats and and slowly fades into
2: the background as the party's fight fight, comes to a final end. John Ali is laying there, mangled flesh, an eye torn from its socket. John's blood mingling with the wails, but John is alive, breathing, maybe smiling. That is the end of John Ollie's vision. We are now back in the present moment. John is lying on the ground before you. He is at... I'm going to assume one of you is going to do a uh, heel check. He's at negative one hit point.
4: Sandara can do a stabilize.
2: Uh, he's already been stabilized, so he's good to go. Okay. Sandara can probably tell that he's actually good to go as far as stabilization goes. Um,
1: She can do a heel check to do the uh, Cure Deadly Wounds.
2: Okay. Let's do it. It's, uh, what, a DC 20?
1: Yeah, Uh, 15. Not high enough.
2: Not high enough. Okay. Um,
4: Oh, that that does remind me of something I wanted to ask from last time. With that check, and because there's no penalty for failure, if you have enough time, can you simply take 20? Yes,
2: absolutely. I was just about to suggest if you guys want to take time while you're doing some other things, uh, Sandara is tending to John, in of a little bit, she will succeed and uh, heal him for three hit points.
1: Well, if it's taken twenty, there'll be a twenty-six succeeding it by five, so there'll be that plus her wisdom.
2: Very nice. Okay, all right. so John Ollie, you wake up, but you are missing an eye.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Although, if you killed all of us, maybe you deserve it.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, why was I the first to go? <laughs>
6: Because you're to my left. <laughs>
2: oh, man.
1: Uh,
4: I could use some of that healing, That was uh, nicely done, too. That you was
6: too, brilliant, man. That, oh, was, wow. that was so good. You two I loved
0: it. I was happy since we hadn't practiced that at all. Right?
6: Oh, Valley gets to be a god just because she's the girl.
0: <laughs> like my dad says, let me win. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you guys wouldn't have had quite as convincing a female pirate voice, I guess. Except she I may will, be mad. I, mean. I was about to
4: say, <laughs> I argue one of us does a great female pirate, voice. but it's
1: only for one pirate. Uh-huh. That's I fair. I must save it.
6: Yeah. Can the uh, heal deadly wounds check? Is that that's for multiple people or just one? Just the
2: one for that's this one. But she can also now. You guys are a little relaxed at this point.
5: It did take Four. twenty minutes. For, yeah. How many minutes. points of healing did I get? Five total. Five total. Five
2: total. Yep. So she then moves on to Sebastian. But Sebastian, have you already had heal deadly? deadly wounds done on you for this one day? Have I?
4: I'm Uh, I'm pretty sure you have. I know she stabilized me. Because Uh I think she stabilized you and then you were at negative five and then she did some to bring you Right. That's
1: that's right. Because she only gave you three. That's right. right. So,
2: (laughs) So, is there anything you want to do at this point? Uh, Four of you are awake only Sebastian is out cold.
1: How much time do we have, do we think? Based on the tide
2: with what you guys have noticed from the tide I would give you 6 out 6 hours
4: at this point okay
0: how long did it take us to get in here when not long on,
4: at all 30 I minutes so. i mean yeah
1: i was fighting too right mm-hmm.
4: while sebastian is unconscious while she's doing the 20 minute heel on uh, john can otagoke swim down about Thirty feet, so he's about 15, 20 feet above the, or maybe even just 10 feet above the Lacedons, and just simply over and over again throw that returning harpoon at them. No one gets near them, I just keep attacking them with that. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering how you were going to deal with the Lacedons with Sebastian out cold, but with the returning harpoon, you've already activated the feet to be able to use it. Right. So yeah, you would just be able to take your time and slowly pick the Lacedons away.
4: Yeah, just, just basically spearfishing. Yeah. You know, what, and um,
2: since they obviously have extremely heavy chains on their feet and they can't swim up just exactly. left and
3: right. Exactly right. For
2: some weird, bizarre reason. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you take care of the Lacedons for the group, so we get to loot the room. Yes, we do. Do you want to? Is there anything else you guys can do for Sebastian before we pass out loot?
4: There's nothing I can do.
0: I just want to retrieve Jack's body.
2: All right, so as soon as the Lacedons are gone, you are able to swim down and grab his body.
0: And the silver ingots are too heavy for me to get back up there, but surely one of the guys can do it.
4: Adagoke okay, will <laughs> definitely lift all of these silver ingots. They mysteriously silver.
0: disappeared. <laughs> nice try.
2: <laughs> okay, so you get all the single silver ingots. You get John's sword that fell down to the bottom. You get the now, captain's the- effects. Yep.
0: Yes. <laughs> can you
5: get my eye?
6: <laughs>
2: oh that what came up with
5: you it's in the whale <laughs>
2: what about
1: sandar and and uh jack's stuff
2: well you collect all of that so they have oh, all of their okay. gear back now right. um as well as a lot of really cool stuff
1: real quick the reason sure. i ask is one of the things that sandar several of the things sandar has are healing potions
2: sure and she you get all of those back anything that was listed on that sheet when i handed it to uh-huh. you you have now
1: she would probably use a Cure Light to wake him up. Okay. Instead of dragging him out of this uh, hellhole.
2: Roll your healing. Let's see if he gets to wake back up.
1: That's a scroll. Excuse me, not a potion, but okay. same difference.
6: So she reads a scroll, and he gets a D8 plus 1 healing. Seven. That is enough to wake Sebastian up, at which point he goes, Ah! 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 ah what the... God...
2: I'm sure somebody's going to tell you to quit whining like a baby.
4: I'm glad you are alive, my friend. Uh, you, and, you and me both. We weren't sure you were going to pull through.
6: Well, given that I can still see part of my rib cage, I would, I would agree with that assessment.
5: And you look I can out. only see it out of one eye. <laughs>
6: so is, is John
4: awake at this point? He is.
5: Yeah. Uh, it makes you look dashing. The first compliment. Thank you. <laughs>
6: uh, it's what I'm here for.
4: Ah. We're also truly relieved to see that you are alive, too, Captain.
5: I'm glad to be back. Here are your effects.
4: Pretty impressive.
5: So that was quickly
2: done. I was really worried about the Lacedons for you guys. All right, so the loot, which is what every Pathfinder player plays towards, correct? That's the whole reason we're sitting around this table. It's not just to roll dice. It's for all the pretty (laughs) trinkets. So here you go. You have a magical harpoon. You have a magic wand. Ooh. Before we move oh. on, let's roll our spellcraft checks on those. Everybody
6: who can spellcraft. So, i go, okay. yeah. <laughs> <Short>. <laughs> well, I
1: think. No, I think it's trained. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <All right.
6: laughs> to be fair, he has demonstrated for us, so we have somebody.
5: some ideas. More more Sirenscape. Uh, 17. I've 20. had the drips in there, but they kind of sound. They're a little quieter, so I'm. Yeah. Uh, 20 for my spellcraft check on the harpoon. You
2: have no idea what it does.
4: It returns. But
2: uh, <laughs> mostly figured it out. <laughs> it just, yeah. That's all
4: right. Trial and error. Yeah. Uh, I so guess the yeah. wand. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 25. Okay. The wand
2: you figure out. It is a wand of nature. Uh, it is a wand of summon nature's ally. Two. Mm. And there are oh. 12 charges.
0: Boulders like Ludo out of Labyrinth. <laughs>
1: It said twelve charges. Mm-hmm. Is that minimum caster level? Like three. Yes. Okay.
2: And now that I hand you this, I just realized I never used it on you.
1: You're <laughs>
2: welcome, everybody.
6: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha.
2: <laughs> 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 right. What about yeah. a whole dead crew instead of just a dead captain? <laughs> uh. Two masterwork daggers, a masterwork silver dagger, a masterwork cold iron sickle. And I'm just going to go through all this stuff. You guys can listen back and write it down on your own then. Scrimshawed blade with an octopus carving. So it's an actual knife with a bone handle and a carving of an octopus. <laughs> uh, it's worth 125 gold. Find a potion of cure moderate wounds. Dibs. <laughs> I think uh, John Ollie may call out. <laughs> a J- Jack Scrimshaw. You could use it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> A jawbone of a shark carved with scrimshaw images of vast octopus-eating whales. It has a dozen silver and gold rings hammered into it. It's worth 250 gold. You also find a huge hooked tooth from a colossal sea creature with a seaweed-plugged cavity. You look inside said cavity, you find six pearls worth 75 gold each. Now, here's the fun part. A whale skull. It weighs 25 pounds, so make sure you keep track of your weight. It has scrimshaw carvings Okay, this is getting spells. insulting now. What?
1: Scrimshaw, 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 oh, scrimshaw, 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 yeah. scrimshaw. This is Just, all pre-written. Uh-huh, Into the I adventure. don't care. Salt.
0: <laughs> don't worry, salt kid. in the wound. <laughs> he can't hear it. Okay. <laughs> You're all going to make kay. me cry. So <laughs>
5: here's why we're going to
2: do it. Anybody who can do spellcraft, go ahead and give me one roll. And if you roll high enough, or whatever roll you do, I'll give you the spells that that roll deals with.
1: 14. 26.
2: You get all the spells, Sebastian. Nice roll. Here we go. Alter Self. Black Tentacles. Blur. Color Spray. Daylight. Enlarge Person. Hypnotism. Slow. Touch of Idiocy. And Vampiric Touch good. Oh, god, wow. nice spells! Holy yeah, Shit. how did they
5: get all of these things That's right? they oh, killed oh, a lot of people, huge they whale, a
2: skull, whale apparently. I love <laughs> making uh, like imagining what that looks like. Yeah, that.
4: Sebastian needs to retrain as a wizard, man. man? Yeah. Hey,
6: I can still cast spells off of it and nobody else can use it. Yeah. either that or it's going in my cabinet because it's pretty, <laughs> it is pretty, <laughs> it's huge too.
4: Uh, ingots. What
2: ingots? I know nothing of ingots.
0: Silver ingots.
4: Our silver (laughs) ingots.
0: You
6: ever been hit with an ingot?
2: (laughs) Uh, About to, I have a feeling. Uh, There are eight of them. They weigh four pounds apiece, and they are worth 20 gold each. You also find four plus one heavy crossbow bolts, a silver spearhead. You also find... The match for the Bracer of Archery that you found earlier. Oh, cool. nice. The nice. magic can now be activated. And we just learned it does not work on crossbows. I know. That's ridiculous. I'm writing a letter. I, I think you they're should. picking on you.
0: I'm, so, I'm writing a letter. This, this is just the anti-kit show right I'm gonna now. I'm going to rename <laughs> episode
2: 24, Not Kitnick. <laughs> you also find among the seaweed along the bottom of the floor and all its muck and gunk, 211 silver pieces and 136 gold pieces. You got all that? Great, because you can go back and listen later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then, after you kind of pile all this up and go is like, man, this is going to be a lot to carry, Sandara walks up to Kitnik and says, I was going to give this to whoever rescued me. And this obviously should go to the group. But I know how focused you are on hats. And Jack told me the special relationship you and Jack were developing. So I think, Kitnick, you deserve this. She takes her hat off of her head, and she hands it to you. It's a beautiful tricorn hat. It is a magical item, and she describes how it works
3: to you. What does it do?
2: (laughs) It is known as Besmara's Tricorn. It gives you a plus two competence bonus to Professor Sailor and swim checks. And once per day, you can utter this magical word, and she gives it to you. And you can transform the hat into a jolly boat, a cutter, or a longboat. It's your choice, but it's all basically the same boat. You just get to kind of describe its shape. It comes with a single mass... It's 20 feet long with two pairs of oars and it can carry up to 12 passenger or crews. It will last for eight hours or until you utter the command again to return it to hat form. She has a boat and hat. That's freaking awesome.
1: I'm guessing the yes. so magic you... word is scrimshaw, right?
2: It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful being... to not say that word out
0: loud because
4: it'll transform <laughs> the boat <on> and <laughs> crush the... her neck. <laughs>
0: It is shamalama a dong. Yeah.
2: Actually, the magic word is scrimshaw is alive. Oh, it will never be uttered again.
5: Brutal <laughs> until we Ooh. need a boat when we get out of this game.
0: You can all just go to hell. I wish, <laughs> I wish we had a video on uh, Valley.
5: Right yeah, now. no kidding. She's, she's not happy with us at all. So, suck. uh, so it was cool Kit's
0: lip. only friend. Well, not only friend, but, but, yeah, but,
1: so I've got that snuff box I'm gonna put the Loresta Jack in
6: there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so mean to me. If
6: we find some dirt, we'll give him a proper burial. It'll only take about three seconds. Oh. Uh-huh. All
3: right. All right. You all. So, you
2: got all the loot. I've got one more thing for you guys. And listen.
6: Hmm. You know what that means? I can finally retire from this life of crime? Everybody feels a little stronger, a little more experienced.
2: Uh You know, (laughs) most GMs make you go to a city or find a trainer or at least rest over the night, but no, I am the nicest GM any of you will play with. (laughs) And you all level up in the Grindy Low Cavern. Nice. sweet nice awesome Yay. and leveling up means hero points all of hero you get points. one hero point so I'm cool. Cool. I feel like throwing these just so we can hear what it sounds like here we go as
4: organic climatic
0: I already have three
6: I'll take hers Cannot. get <laughs> that one back
2: yeah all right kid so let's take a minute to talk about level four everybody you oh. good yeah yeah Uh, Let's say one thing, one item. What about level four is your favorite? And please don't make it hit points, because we all know (laughs) you get
6: more. I don't get many more.
2: All right. Let's start with Adagoke.
4: All right. Adagoke gets actually a couple of things. I can't decide which one I like more. Number one, my unarmed strike goes up to a D8. Nice. Mm. Yes. So I am even more lethal. (laughs) And hot on those heels, I get an ability called knockout that I can do once per day
0: you did that anyway
4: <laughs> that's right so yeah just once a day I can declare any attack it's not special it's not a, a separate action it can be part of a flurry anything I can declare it a knockout they have to make a fortitude save if they fail they go down my poor NPCs
2: between sleep and knockout <laughs> I mean, and that's just, a f- why right. even show up
4: it's coming awesome. out of smokey yeah that brawler
2: the more the more you play that brawler the more and more I like that class it's oh man, a it's, lot of fun. it's fantastic! And it's the, the the feat of the day, <laughs> Kitnick. What do you get at level four for your Unchained Rogue?
0: Well, aside from all sorts of cool debilitating stuff, when I use sneak attack, which is awesome, um, I actually got to take my other rogue talent, which I took Ledge Walker. So now I can move along narrow, uneven, and slippery surfaces. surfaces? I can't talk today. Surfaces. Neither can I. Like ice and stuff like that uh, at full speed using my acrobatics, no penalty.
1: It's all that walking on the Kelpie right. floor that so we're doing. So, between
0: that and rope master, I will never fall on anything again. Famous <laughs> last <laughs> <You laughs> <are the, laughs>
4: words. Uh. You are the queen of the ship.
0: I am, and now I got my hat.
2: <laughs> Fame, what's happening over in Bardland?
1: Uh, mostly just some new spells, but I did, uh, instead of taking a spell, I took a master thing, uh, masterpiece.
2: Ooh, masterpieces. We were talking about those. Yeah. What did you pick?
1: I picked the one called Triple Time. Um, it allows me to spend 1 minute and one bardic performance round to grant one person per bard level plus 10 feet of movement for 1 hour. So Eight. it's a party favorite. Right what? now I can hit four of us next level. I get the whole party every time. It's
2: kind of like a mini haste.
1: Yeah, just it adds 10 feet to everybody's base movement.
4: And you said this is a masterpiece?
1: It's a masterpiece. It's, uh, it, it's kind of a side thing. Uh, it's a special ability, supernatural ability. You can, you can replace a feat or you can replace a, a spell of the level that it requires. But it also requires a performance level. And it required me to have three points in Wind Instrument. And since I've got the bosun's call, I'll be using it to blow cadence for a minute. And everybody's speed will go up by ten feet. And it lasts for an hour. For one. So I use a minute, and for the next hour, the whole party, minus one, uh, has plus ten to their movement. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty, awesome. cool. pretty, pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I couldn't think of a, a better first level spell that could match that kind of you know usefulness.
2: That's pretty fun. Yeah. Ten feet of movement, that's pretty big. Yeah,
6: right? For an hour? Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: So, Sebastian... What did you get from your Tattooed Sorcerer?
6: Uh, not really a lot for that on this level. Uh, mostly spells, although a couple of them that will prove very, very useful, I think, going forward. One would have been really useful this last fight, Touch of the Sea. Um... Basically, you grow webbed fingers and toes, and it gives oh. you a swim speed and a plus eight to your swim checks. <laughs> oh wow, that could have been really useful. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was about ten minutes ago. Oh yeah, no kidding. Oh, I know you. Well, it'll it'll come up again,
4: <laughs> and that's that's not just for you. You can give that yes, to other people,
6: right? Anybody I can touch. Nice. And Here a spell we that Wes is just going to absolutely love. For my second level spell, I took lip stitch. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I thought that was witch only. No, it's yeah, witch, yeah. sorcerer, and wizard. What does oh, that do? Wow. Oh. Um, basically, it conjures a magical bone needle and thread that literally sews the enemy's lips shut. They either have to rip them free or cut them off with a da- uh, cut them open with a dagger to be able to speak, or cast spells, or it's like, do focus, focus. My yeah. Wes
1: NPCs. It's a pain in the ass. I can just tell I, you that from uh, firsthand <laughs> I mean. right?
2: Man, no more spellcasters, and then I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> All right, John Ollie, I saved you for last. What'd you get in Swashbuckler Land over there? An Absolutely
5: nothing. <laughs> what? I multi-classed. No. What? What? I what? I did. Yes. really? I took Bullshit. a level in Slayer. Oh, Ooh, good <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Very so cool. So, I got uh, Track, which is the uh, an additional bonus to survival checks, uh, and I also got Study Target.
1: What's, what is Study
5: Target? I, so, I've heard of it. But I don't know what it is. Yeah, so it's Study Target. Uh, as a move action, I get to study a foe. And whenever you study a foe, it gives you a slew of things. Uh, basically, the it'll give you a plus one bonus on weapon attack and damage rolls. Oh, cool. So uh, that's the big thing for me anyways. Hmm. I can amazing. only do it... To, right now, I can only do it for one person at a time. Um, but yeah. So later huh.
2: on, when you get higher
5: in level with Slayer, if you take more levels in it, yeah. Know, so you can get to the point where it's charge. a swift action. You can get to the point where you can study everyone in front of you, things like that. Yeah. Very cool. Now,
1: was yeah. that a result of?
5: Ooh, we'll find out. That's huh. uh, interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Like, and the players all heard the story from
2: before. so yeah. they were all like, Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, we we'll get but that. But then the characters are like, John Ollie, hey John, yeah, you're missing an eye, but you seem different. Mm-hmm. I read his mind. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so you got loot. You got an extra level. And just because I'm a nice guy, everybody take uh, one hit dice in your level in hit points. So if you have a D8, heal for eight hit points right ah, now. No. Oh.
1: Uh,
2: just because I see what's coming up, and I want to make sure you have at least a small buffer. Like a I max, like eight. Yeah. yeah <laughs> How if you have seriously. a D8, make, do a full, yeah, like just max rolled because you leveled up. Nice. I'm barely
6: into double digits. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And now you have all of your loot. You've got an extra level. It was even nice and gave you healing. Holy smokes, you guys are so lucky to be playing with me. But now is the time to choose. Are you going to continue exploring the caverns? Or are you going to make your way out of here as quickly as possible?
4: While, while we're getting everything together, Adegoke is going to be shouldering that gigantic whale head. <laughs> He's going to turn and look and say, We have some things. There are parts of this cavern that is unexplored, but we are very injured. John, what do you think we should do?
5: Don't call me John. My name's Ibsar, Captain Ibsar, and you all remember that. We need to get out of here now. This place is going to start filling up with water really soon, and if we don't leave, we're all fish bait. Hmm.
2: I'm over here. The GM is shot. <laughs> okay, okay, moving on. So well,
5: you know you we could
1: do? take the northern route out of here.
5: We don't know that it We don't out. really
1: know that. Yeah, that's right.
5: Okay. We need, we need to go. I, I don't want to get us lost in here. If we get lost and die, that's on me. So the faster we can get back to the ship, the better.
0: We have arrows showing which way we came in, because we marked the way we came in. Yeah. Absolutely. So is somebody carrying Jack?
5: A gigantic piece I can of carry junk. Jack for you, kid.
0: Thank you.
2: So you begin making your way out of the Grindylow Cavern. First, into the Devilfish's Lair, where Kitnik almost died. Then you make your way into the large space where Sebastian kept some Grindylows asleep in the middle of the room while nobody could do anything. It was amazing. Uh, then, finally, to another choice. You can go out into the ocean to your left, which leads out through D2, that big, wide-open space you see there. Or you can continue scaling the rock wall that you came in through that is on your right. Maybe there's some sturges left in their nest. Maybe not. But which way are you going to go?
4: May I make a suggestion? Absolutely. We have a boat.
0: Not necessarily. Why not? Because there's a bit of a problem with that at the moment. Because Besmara has to be your patron in order for it to work.
1: <laughs> oh. well, damn, just change your religion, woman.
0: <laughs> oh, I might, but it's not going to be an instant change, uh, okay. so, you know. Oh, cool, all
5: right. <laughs> Uh, Sandara, you believe in Besmara. Can't you use the hat? It's not her hat anymore. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> I like you, Kit. <laughs>
0: uh, Sorry.
5: Can John roll a survivability or a survival check just to see which way would be maybe safer?
2: So out through the small area, if you kind of make your way up there, uh, you see jagged rocks. Uh, it's very the top... the Tide starting to rush in, so it's very churny water out front. So, to actually swim that way would be very, very difficult. Then, you know, the rock wall that you came in on is difficult to climb, but not very far up, you still have a rope hanging there.
5: So, we only have to really climb like 40 feet. Then right. we hit the rope, and then it should be easy sailing yep. from there on out. Haha, <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> what do you all think? Do You want to head for the pathway that looks sharp, jagged. We have to swim to it, or do you guys want to go and try and climb?
0: I think climbing would be better just because we, if we get out there in the choppy waters with all the stuff we've got on us, it's I, a lot easier for us to drown.
6: I am neither a strong swimmer or a strong uh, climber, but the cliffs are a known, a known risk.
4: we climbed down them before. Should one of us climb up there and attach a rope to that rope for the rest of the group?
5: I don't know that we have time.
0: We're not really in a time limit to get out of that part, though.
5: Well, but if the... If the um, tide. Thank you. Thank you, Fane. If the
0: tide comes in. It'll just raise the water up. We have less to climb.
5: But there's also choppier issues. Choppier issues? What the <laughs> hell? <They're, laughs> the water is going to be much more rough because there's so much more of it. It could drag you under and drown you. Adagokay, do you think you could climb and attach a rope in time?
4: West, can Adagoke climb <laughs> and attach a rope
2: in time? If you're going down the cliffs, we're going to hand wave a lot of this.
4: Okay, so. I believe I can, Captain. Please.
2: (laughs) And so you do. Gattagoke makes his way up. He ties on another 50 feet of rope. It dangles in the water. Everybody using the brace wall and a rope on your way up. You make your way out to the top of the rock wall. I am going to assume you're making your way back to the original fishing village where you guys made your landing. We're
0: stopping. We're going to bury Jack first. Oh.
5: You don't want to take Jack back to the ship? Give him a sailing out? Let's see. Ba- yes, thank you. Thank He's already been again.
0: eaten by enough sea life. I think that this would be a good place to bury him.
5: I can respect that. And it's very rocky. So you make your
2: way north just a little ways. You find a nice little area where there's a tree growing. There's dirt on the ground. We'll call it six feet deep. Okay. Do you take the time? Yes. She pulls a shovel out that you had no idea she had.
0: But I do have. <laughs> it's, more it's, a a,
6: it's more of a garden spade. Right. And so she begins
2: digging. About an hour and a half later, she finally finishes. She's a very fast digger. I was going to say,
5: I would have jumped in and helped her out too.
2: Fantastic. So it's only 45 minutes now. You dig a nice six foot grave. You lay Jack to rest.
0: I'm going to find a rock, stick it as a headstone. And then on the rock is just going to materialize Scrimshaw's quarry.
2: So you just like run run your hand over Mm -hmm. the rock and. Scrimshaw's
0: quarry. quarry. Yep.
2: <laughs> You're breaking my heart over here. I'm actually tearing up a little bit. Okay, so Scrimshaw's Quarry. Mm-hmm. Which is actually pretty cool for us Knoxvilleans. Mm-hmm. We have quarries all over the yeah. place. I love that. That's Marble great, City, baby. Yep. I love that idea. Okay, very cool. As the GM, I am going to ask <laughs> Are you going to tell how that. It magically appears?
0: I'm a gnome. I keep telling everyone I'm a gnome. Okay. No one listens to me.
6: All right. There's a reason for that.
0: Because I'm Did very small, and you can't hear me over the rustling of the grass.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Steer into the skin, kid. Did she cast a spell? Yes.
1: I'd like to know what it is.
2: Spellcraft. 20.
1: Total? Yeah, to- uh, 20 total.
2: Prestidigitation.
1: Oh. Digitate
6: it. All
2: right. very cool I love that
5: I almost moment. feel guilty about setting up that relationship in the first place <laughs> almost <clears throat> do uh, any of you all have any last words for Mr. Scrimshaw
1: well, I'm sure Sandara does
3: poor dear <laughs>
1: cut down before the prime of his life
6: Keith, would you would you be Really is very very
3: fickle no one truly knows
1: her will
5: I agree Sandra. Cut
1: in the depths of her bosom Jack was taken from us yet we must give thanks for her blessings for saving our lives we'll miss you Jack she starts crying <laughs>
3: that was beautiful <laughs> I
2: think we're all crying It might be tears of joy right
3: now But there are tears of joy oh. like, <laughs> Somebody cut him off uh,
5: uh, If only else. I knew silence Sandara, that was a very moving? Very beautiful <laughs> moving speech
1: She's crying too hard to She just nods
5: Excuse As me. captain of the ship I just want to apologize to Jack That I couldn't save you sooner He just pokes a hand up and says, it's cool.
2: (laughs) All right. Anything else you would like to accomplish before heading back to the village? Mm. So you make your way north. You pass the Castaway's Lodge where you fought the ghast. You hold your nose as you pass by because it still stinks. (laughs) You make your way down the pathway that you followed to get up there to your right is the golden field of stuff that you were at before that you chose to skip by. To your left, you go north and you skirt around all those crabs and the palm trees on the beach that you saw at one point. We'll come back for them
0: later. They look delicious. Yes. And huge. And
2: very big. So you then continue making your way north. You go through and back through, past the uh, large tree with the uh, large tent over it and the, the... nasty smells that are all surrounding that area. Continue making your way north back into the swamp. You find the pylons that you jumped across before. You jump across one, two, three, about halfway out. A frog pops his head up out of the muck. But he's far enough away that you don't have to worry about him now. (laughs) You make your way back past and through, and you are drawing close to the fishing village. You are near that fishing village and you smell smoke. So you slow down. You start paying a little more attention and you can hear the sounds of battle.
4: If there's battle, there's only one set of... One of those sets of opponents has to be our crew.
0: And that's not good. Who's the other set?
2: You smell the smoke. Then you also hear a loud primal war scream and someone in another language screams loudly and you hear metal cut deep into flesh you can't see the fight yet but it seems to be coming from behind a building that separates, separates you from the village
0: what's the other language
2: a snarl at whatever was attacked returns the favor. Everybody roll initiative. Yeah, I will buddy. answer that question yeah. on your turn.
0: I
5: get to use my shiny new dice. <laughs> Woohoo! Initiative, everybody. Dough. So I have to say, I've literally rolled this dice like 30 times. Not yet has it rolled below a 15. I just rolled a four.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> y- yes. oh, it's evil. Nice. Thrill is gone. Thane, what
2: is your initiative?
4: Five.
2: Fantastic rolling. Sebastian. Eighteen. Adagokay.
4: Seven.
5: <laughs> John Ollie. Nine. I'm sorry, should I change your name to now? Yes. I'll, the captain demands. I it. will work on that. <laughs> Kitnick.
0: Seventeen.
2: Okay, let's resort and see where we're at.
4: What about Sandara? <sighs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> She'll go on Fane's turn that work? That works. Okay. So you hear something attack, and you hear grunting, and you hear attacking, and you hear combat going on from the other side of the building, but you can't quite see what it is yet, Sebastian. It is your turn. Does this sound like
6: steel-on-steel uh, steel no. combat? Or, okay.
2: Not like that at all. <laughs> it sounds more like uh, steel biting into raw flesh.
6: Mm. Um. More like that. Uh, Really? uh, Almost as
0: good as my (laughs) Grandilo's. I see. Almost. sounds like lasagna.
6: Uh, Sebastian is going to move. over to his left up to this closest building right, um, and attempt to get line of sight on what is going on further up.
2: So you move over to your left and right up against a building. There's another one directly to your right and you are looking past both of them into what appears to be a clearing. The buildings are in a semicircle around this open space and what you see is a tall, muscular man with long, blonde braided hair and beard. He is wielding a battle axe and a shield. He has a bear skin with the paws wrapped around his waist. The head is actually bouncing behind him as he dodges that claw attack from before. Mm. And so he's actually bare chested, but covered with uh, scale mail everywhere else. And he never even acknowledges your presence. He just snarls out in common. Another one, I will kill you all as he makes his attack into the thing in front of him. And the thing he's in combat with looks very similar to himself. There are two males, one female, but instead of looking like him, they have the gray pallor of undeath. They also have battle axes at their side, but instead of using those, they attack with their claw-like hands and nasty, disgusting teeth.
6: Well, this is just lovely. Um, well, Sebastian, no, seeing that... I'm assuming that they are undead, as you said, the power of undeath. So, yes. you know, that might be a clue. Um, since all I've done is move, Sebastian is actually going to go ahead and attempt to hit one of them with a Dispel, or uh, Disrupt Undead. Okay, right. roll damage. Technically, I still have to roll the hit. Oh, right. I mean, you know, if yeah, you don't want a, me to, I'm more than happy. Range touch. What is the range on that? Correct. Uh, let me. Uh, 25 feet plus 5 per 2 levels. Oh, so nice, 35 should, feet. Yeah. Uh, let me double check, actually. So you're out of range. Yeah, no, actually, he's correct. I'm just barely out of range. Okay. So, yeah. Are you gonna double move? Uh, no. Are you mad? to get close to these. As hurt as we all are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many was, hit points does Sebastian I was have? I say, we didn't get hit um, points back from leveling up or anything. <laughs> with right? that extra
6: healing you gave me, I think I have 10. That's
0: so,
2: bad, man. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Kitnik, it is your turn.
0: Uh, first off, do, what was the language that he was yelling in earlier?
2: Roll your linguistics.
6: <laughs> Portuguese
0: well, I mean, sausage? If, if it would, if it's on my list, then...
2: What's your on your list?
0: Let's see here. Then everybody'd know. <laughs> on. There, you can look at my list.
5: <laughs> oh,
2: is that the game we're playing? It's a super mm-hmm. secret. You don't know it.
0: Okay. So I don't know it. Um, you can still
5: roll a linguistics to see if it sounds familiar to you, though, can't you? Let's see.
0: Kind of figure out what part of the world it's from, maybe? Roll high. All right, well, we'll try. Totally didn't roll high. Okay, <laughs> so I have no clue. Um, I'm going to kind of do the same thing Sebastian did. Kit's going to move to the left to try to get an idea of what... It, actually, to the right, to take it back, to try to get an idea of... What's going on? She's going to try to be able to see through two of these buildings. So
2: move away by 10, 15, 20. Hands off the piece. All right, so she moves (laughs) 20 feet up and to the right very slightly. Actually, I'm going to do a double
0: move. Sure.
2: And she gets quite close to the building. And now you can see probably one of the, I'll go ahead and tell you, you fought on before, their ghouls. I had a feeling. Big. Very muskly ghouls. Musly.
3: <laughs> muskly. Muskly. <laughs> it. Yeah, it is
2: now bear chested because <laughs> he's got a bear around his waist. Wah, wah, <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I like he it. Makes uh. his attack. And he screams something to the effect of I will deal with all of you later. And he attacks the first one on his left, does a fair bit of damage. It's dead, the one to the left. His left. Yes, so that one is out. He says something else in his native language.
5: Wait, did he say that to us? Or was he...
2: Well, I guess I would roll a perception for that. In common, he said something to the effect of, I will deal with all of you later.
5: Well, I say, Yeah, did he say that to us, or is yes. he saying that to...
2: Well, no. you can't really tell. He is saying, but he is saying it in common... Then, almost directing at the, peop- the things in front of him, he says something in his native language. Okay. See?
3: Hmm.
2: And that one is gone. Then, he cleaves. And attacks the one directly to his right. And hits. Hmm. And kills it. In one shot. Hmm. And then he looks and takes a five-foot step forward.
1: We need to be
6: friends.
0: (laughs) Quick, befriend him. Conan the Barbarian here.
6: Well, I don't have any spells to help with that right now. Uh
5: (laughs) Uh-oh. Shoot, I can't see him yet because that building's in my way, but I hope he doesn't come after us next. <laughs> <laughs> are you
0: need like, the Puss in Boots spell where you just sit there and hold my hat and look cute. <laughs> yes, give me the hat,
5: give me the hat. <laughs> you should be able to roll, like, a high enough charisma check for that, yeah. you know? I'm it's
0: charismatic.
5: Far. It is your turn. You are so far
2: away, and with your positioning in the b- you cannot see a bloody thing at this point. But you did hear screams, you heard metal biting into flesh again. And you heard and, a triumphant war scream over the top of it. Uh,
5: I'm gonna have uh, Dave remove my character for me since it's so far away. If you will, I'm gonna take a double move, and if you'll move him in between as far as possible in between those two buildings, up next to where that ghoul is that's attacking this guy.
4: Sure thing. <laughs> Say right there.
5: Yeah, that's. I think as close as I can get. So so. I
4: think so.
2: It's far is five feet away from the ghoul. And the party, and the man looks up at you and just snarls as he focuses it, focuses in on the thing in front of him.
3: What the hell?
2: Atagoke.
4: Okay. Atagoke is going to do the same thing, but in the other direction. <laughs> I'm going to go to there.
2: Okay, so you're about 10 to 15 feet away from the bear man. Correct. Okay. It is now the thing, the ghoul in front of him. He reaches out and does a full attack action.
0: So we have Elbear, now we have (laughs) Manbear. Right? We We uh,
2: can be best friends. uh, That will hit with one of the claws. Looking for all of my stuff. Does a fair bit of damage to this guy. Then another attack. Very nice dice. I'm going to have to hold on to this one. Rolled another natural 19. Does another fair bit of damage. And then it reaches out to bite him. And rolled a natural 20. Wow.
3: Yeah,
4: he's dead. <laughs> we may not have a friend anyway, so <laughs> we're going to have to fight a ghoul. Didn't really like him anyway.
2: Two. Did a total of twenty four points of damage. Holy mm. shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ow. May go oh, ahead dear. and add the damage here to this guy. And he looks about half dead. And he just snarls. The spittle just flies from his mouth as he shakes his head, his long beard braids just lash the ghoul in front of him. And he just takes it with a plump. Now I have to roll a whole bunch of uh, fortitude saves. <laughs> and he makes a that one, and that one. That is that thing's turn. Nice job, Ghoul. Why couldn't you do that earlier? Mm-hmm. Fane and Sundara. Uh
1: Does Fane have line of, s- <clears throat> line of sight on Beastman? Not quite. Okay. Uh, move over ten?
2: And then yes. To what direction?
1: And then up one. Like at the corner of the... Yeah, there you go. Now I can see him? Yes. Do I recognize the voice the language? I do have linguistics. Can I give it a shot? Uh, sure. I'm not gonna roll a D twelve.
2: You have it trained, correct?
1: I do. Okay. Uh thirteen. Not quite. Uh do I recognize his uh like part of the world? Like is he Nordic? Is he You yeah. would
2: label him as Olfin.
1: Ulfan. Alright. He doesn't look very friendly.
0: You wouldn't look friendly either in that case. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to hold an action. If he gets within 30 feet of me, I'm going to scream harsh language at him.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good plan.
2: It, yes. it is. And Sandara.
1: Uh, Sandara will.
2: Oh, we have a nice figurine for Sandara now. Doesn't yeah. it look cool? It she is has very, like a very little special. glowing hand. I'm so excited about it.
1: Now, she has still has no spells, no spells, just her items. Just
2: her zero levels and all of her items.
5: With our luck, she'll die in this combat. Yeah, she won't it. make it back to the ship.
1: She has a heavy crossbow. Uh, she's going to take a pot shot. Beautiful. All
2: right. We'll have her load it before mm. the combat starts. And go ahead and...
1: She can't see. So she's going to move up and try to shoot the ghoul. Okay. She's going to move up 30 feet and take a shot at the ghoul.
2: Right. Sindara getting in on the action. All right.
1: Not really. Hmm. What's the total? <laughs> uh... What is her stuff? Nine. Thirteen.
2: Missed it by one.
1: So is oh, that wait, hit. wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Eight. She's terrible with this thing.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Missed Eight. it by a lot more. Yeah. Okay. But at least she did something. Very nice. Uh,
4: Here, so- I thought she was going to hit the guy in the back. I was like, yes! <laughs> 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 soften him up. Give him the old Dabo.
6: <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, yeah, Sebastian recognizing an Ulfin is a little reluctant, but he's going to move up uh, next to Sandara and attempt this whole Disrupt Undead thing again. Okay. Roll your
2: attack, and it's touch, correct?
6: Yeah, it is a uh, range touch attack. Okay. And. Uh, well, that's a natural 19 before any bonuses. That should hit. <laughs> It's only a d6, but hey, even if it does hit him, it wouldn't matter. Uh, Six points of damage. Nice. Nice. Lash out with just a ray of white energy and zap him.
2: You see the Ulfin Man stand up straight and give you a queer look. And then he settles back in for battle with this ghoul. Six points, correct? Yes. Nice and done. Kitnik.
0: I'm going to hold my action because I have one little hit point and I'm going to stay out of harm's way.
2: (laughs) It is this... In the bear man's turn again. He lifts his battle axe. He pushes the claws out of the way with his wooden shield and annihilates the ghoul standing in front of him. Falls down dead. And then he backs up 15 feet towards the dock where you guys landed also, you see a large bonfire now near the dot, which is where that little bush-looking thing is. It's a large bonfire with lots and lots of green smoke. Well, not green smoke, but smoke pouring out from green wood. That's oh. what I was trying to say. Okay. And he gets like a into signal a fire? ready position. Sorry. Like
0: a signal fire? Like is he, does, it, does it look like he's intentionally made a signal fire? Yes. Okay. Interesting.
2: And he looks at you and says, if you are going to take me down, have at me, but I will die fighting.
4: We do not want to attack you. We just want to get back to our ship.
2: And he, on, on the word ship, mm-hmm. he stands up, looks at you, and says, Ship. He nods at the, uh, the ocean behind him. That one's yours?
5: That it depends one... on who's asking.
2: <laughs> My name is Ark Sunderson, and I have been on this island now for ten days. The ghouls you see before you were my brethren. They were taken from me on this island, and I need to get off. So, little man, can <laughs> I beg of you assistance.
0: Interesting way to beg assistance. <laughs> Where are Hush,
2: you, <laughs> little one? I am talking to what I can only assume is the captain.
5: And he is definitely a representative of his countrymen. I am the captain. You are talking to him. And who are you? My name is Captain Ivsar, and this is my crew, and that is my ship, and you will tell me why you need on it.
2: He then takes his battle axe and his shield, puts his shield in front of him, slams the battle axe against it, and does a slight nod towards you. It says, Captain Ibsar, my ship was wrecked on the rocks to the south. I was after a great treasure. Or at least I thought I was, and then the great treasure came after me and my people. And now I need to return to the north and resume my mission.
0: Treasure came after me.
5: When you say the (laughs) treasure, yeah, when you say the treasure came after you, you mentioned earlier these were your brethren. I'm assuming that you were attacked by ghouls. Correct. And they came after you. Your your brethren did. Now they have. I
2: thought they had died. I had buried them near the south edge. They followed me north, apparently. When I made my way up here, and he points up towards the uh, east, towards the big fist of granite, I kept describing to you guys earlier, Mm -hmm. I was hiding up there when I saw your ship. I then made my way here. I have made a signal fire, hoping to get, get their attention. My brethren, as ghouls, must have followed me here, and here we engaged in battle. And I have
5: ended them for the final time. Captain. Kitnick.
0: I'm gonna go up. How are we sure that he's not been, uh, ghoulishly infected?
5: Well, we just saw him bitten and he was slashed, so we we don't know, but unfortunately, we're all infected as well.
0: Oh, yeah, but we know each other.
5: I thought I recognized that smell of death. Sorry. Yeah, he didn't hear <laughs> any of
0: that. Uh. Just, just want to throw that out there.
5: Absolutely, Kitnick. Thank you. Um, excuse me.
1: Yes. Sir, Large. Um, <laughs> got any more brothers?
5: <laughs> that this is, is all I had question. with me. Okay, good. Cool. Uh, so, Captain is Except for those three, look out! Yeah. <laughs> Captain Ibsar will look at his crew. Uh, he'll look at Sandara. He'll turn around and he will looks at this guy and he says, I have been very uncautious with my crew in the past. This has caused to members of my party dying. This has caused. Issues on my ship. I will not be that captain anymore. What can you give me to ensure that you will not harm any of us? How far are you willing to go to get off this ship?
2: He has a great sword lying on the ground that he dropped from earlier. He picks it up, tosses it at your feet. This sword has been in my family for generations. In respect and passage, I will pass it off to you. But... As a warrior, from warrior to warrior, I ask you to not disarm me. I would like to keep my battle axe and my shield.
5: Uh, Ibsar will look at Adagoke. Are you fine with this?
4: Adagoke will look at him appraisingly. He's a big
5: man.
6: It won't matter. (laughs) Captain, if I may. Yes, Sebastian. Give me a moment. Uh, Sebastian is going to step up and use one of the few things he has remaining after all of that battle, and we'll use
5: his bloodline ability to detect thought. Okay. Um, give me one moment. I was also going to roll a sense motive as well, so...
0: I was say, we have a pair of shackles on board. Just saying. Ooh,
5: special shiny <laughs>
1: shackles,
6: that's Captain right. Captain remembers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I figured Captain Wood, just in case.
6: Alright, what Sebastian will do is, he will step up and focus his stare on this uh, this man and use his mind reader ability.
2: He merely stares back at you making eye contact. If, if anybody is threatening him or at all he's just immediately confrontational. He's not going to back down from anybody. So it gives you plenty of time <laughs> to do exactly what you're doing. So as a tattooed sorcerer with the bloodline you have, mm-hmm. uh, you're able to use this ability. Correct. So it is immediately the third round of uh, detect, detect Thoughts, thoughts spell, correct. And he gets a will save yep. DC
6: 16 in 16. this case.
2: <laughs> With his mighty plus one, he rolls not nearly high enough. <laughs> and so, that
6: allows me to detect surface thoughts, whatever he's immediately kind of thinking so of. So
2: as you enter his mind and try to figure out what this... Ulfin man is thinking you are immediately accosted with the sense of purpose and anger you get sadness from the brethren that it lays out before him sadness that he is willing to give up the great sword but determination in getting on this boat and getting off of this forsaken island
6: Sebastian will shake his head and sort of step back Well, Captain, I do believe, at least as far as I can tell, he is is telling the truth. He Mm. is showing the truth. Were you in my mind? Puny man?
2: (laughs) Chicken legs? Twiggy arms?
5: Hey, (laughs) you will not talk to my crew that way.
2: Captain, (laughs) I beg your forgiveness.
5: He is uh, very
6: representative of him and his kinsmen that I have encountered in the past. I do not take it personally. It is how they all are. Uh, but no, I do believe he is he is on some sort of mission. Whether that is what he says it is, I don't know. But he very much would like to uh, escape this place. And at least in the near term, I don't think he will give us any problems. Thank you, Sebastian.
5: As captain, I am going to let this man on our ship. Ark, you will come on our ship under one condition. I will not take away your weapons, but I will have you shackled. You will not be able to use your weapons until I decide otherwise. Captain. No arguments. This gives you a little while to prove your worth to me. Will
2: you give me a length of time that I can look forward to being coming unshackled?
5: Whenever I say so
2: Captain, you drive a very, very hard bargain. And as an orphan man, do you see and he takes the bear cloak out from around his waist? Do you see this cloak? I killed this bear when I was but a boy. This was my passage into manhood. And you dare to offer to shackle me for passage on your
5: boat?
0: We can just leave you here.
5: Yeah, if you'd like. You're welcome to stay on this island. Captain,
2: you drive a very hard bargain. And I will not forget this forever. I don't expect you to. He lays down his shield. He lays down
5: his battle axe. Without my hands free, I have no need. Do what you must. And Evsar will walk up and collect all of his items battle axe, shield, and the great sword.
1: So Fane's gonna walk out from behind the building that he's been hiding, uh, towards Ark. Yes, Ark. Hey, Mr Tall and Scary, listen uh Evsar is a really great captain. You don't need to worry about it. I'm using spell song to cover up the fact that I'm gonna have a in person on him. Make him a little bit more pliable.
6: Nice. I thought about it, but I haven't none of those left. (laughs) So the performance
1: is a thirty. He has to beat that with his perception to realize I'm casting a spell.
2: Uh, Holy smokes! He rolled a natural twenty, but it's only a twenty-three.
1: Yeah, that's skill check, right? Yes, it is.
2: It does not an automatic success. So
1: now he needs to make a save versus will a will save uh, DC. 15.
2: We know how good he is at those. And he does not pass. So, so he's now
1: friendly. Okay. How long does now, that last? One at, uh, An hour per level. However, he's considered friendly. I'm going to now try to butter him up and make him helpful on okay. the diplomacy check.
2: All right. I'm curious. Just before you make the roll, I'm curious. What would you say to this man to uh, make him a little more helpful?
1: You are an amazingly large, huge man. <laughs> I want you to be my friend. <laughs> I do not want to be on your bad side. You look like you're a glorious fighter. Those berated beard makes me just shiver in my boots. That axe is bigger than my head. I do not want you anywhere near me in an angry rage.
3: <laughs> rippling pectoral muscles.
2: Flying
1: his martial talent. Dude,
2: take a plus two on this one. No. Oh, cool. nice, <laughs> nice. So that's uh, uh, diplomacy, yeah? Yes. Uh, so 11 plus
1: 13... Twenty-four.
2: That will do it. He is now helpful. Helpful. And he that's... then assists John Ollie putting the battle axe on. He helps him. Do you guys actually have the bracers with? We don't have them with point? us. They're, they're on the ship. On the they're ship. On the ship. He, he just like I'll put them on for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just pat him on the shoulder. I reach up. <laughs> As you reach up. <laughs> so Thanks. at this point, <laughs> it, he, is, he
5: is helpful.
1: Yes, he is now helpful, and that's like a permanent thing. Like he's even when the spell wears off, it says Well they're charmed they're, they're friendly if you can diplomacy them too helpful then he's going to be helpful now
5: okay. if Sar is going to look at him hmm. Ark, since you are joining my ship I need you to carry me back
1: absolutely captain
5: <laughs> he'll hop up on his shoulders yeah. no. alright, he's not like mind no, control. I'm totally kidding, totally <laughs> kidding. he take you into a fireman's carry and flip you oh. over his shoulder and carry you that direction he stops him that was a test. <laughs> I mean,
1: he's still olfan and like angry in general, but yeah. now he's our friend. You know, now he's helpful.
5: Okay. Nicely he done. Great
6: encounter. I've still got a few holes I shouldn't have. What?
0: <laughs> he's got ribs poking out.
5: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sebastian, let's go back to the ship and get you... Uh, you probably can't
0: see that because you're missing an eye. Yeah,
5: <laughs> I'm on the bad side. Hang on. <laughs> Let me shift over.
2: And so you make your way... Towards the ship, uh, you get back on the little. What did you take? A long ship, or yeah, it was like the twelve, 12 person. One I mean, of the two. Yeah, I think it was the twelve yeah.
6: person launch because we needed to carry. It oh, was, the water, barrels, water yeah. barrels.
2: It was like five months ago that we recorded that session. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming we've gotten water
5: and everything. Yes.
2: Okay. You took care of that, or you know, I guess that was kind of lost over. At this point, take care of dealing with this. We have
0: a big guy make, to carry this stuff for We can make Art home. carry them all. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and he would, and gladly, apparently. Uh, my friends, before we do head back. What do we do with his uh, his brethren?
0: Throw them
4: on the Captain. fire. Well,
6: I agree, but, you know. Sunderson.
4: So, what do you want done with their, your kinsmen?
2: I think the fire is a good idea. Very well. They did not stay under the ground the first time. They will stay dead this time. My brethren do not deserve to be undead like this.
1: This is disgusting. You're Burn absolutely right.
3: <laughs>
2: I smell the stench of undeath among all of you.
6: It is a problem hopefully we You will, don't smell much better. Fix. Sorry. It's uh it's
5: actually whale breath.
6: <laughs> Flegum. <'em. laughs> Given the the areas we've been in on this island, I'm surprised we don't smell worse. I don't know Probably. how of us yeah, can yeah.
0: smell.
4: <laughs> so I
0: mean, my sinuses died a couple episodes ago.
4: <laughs> so grab the bodies, pitch them on the fire, hop in the boat, head and back off back
2: towards the ship. You climb back on board. Ambrose is there to greet you. He says, John, it's so good to see you again, John. Welcome. Welcome. Are you ready to get back into the cook's cabin with me? We have some...
5: Ambrose. Yes, John. I am done running from my past. You'll call me Ivsar. And he looks around, kind
2: of behind him and around, and looks at uh, everybody else that's climbing on the ship. He goes, is that wise? I don't care. Very well, then. (laughs) And now... He is cautious, a little scared. And then you all make your way back onto the ship. What do you do on the ship? Are you making, getting ready to make sail?
0: We're all taking turns in that hammock. S- settling <laughs> into the hammock. In the
4: uh, well, at, at some point, Adagoke wants to go to Ibsfar. Captain, after Fane has convinced Sunderson to be more friendly and considering how dangerous the water has been here with the Grindylow, might I suggest we unchain him and keep his sword arm free in case more aquatic creatures attack us.
5: That's a good point, Adig. Okay, but I think I want to keep him chained up for at least a night just to make sure he doesn't harm anybody You know, while we rest because we don't know who this man is. He could he could just rage as we saw him on the beach and hurt everyone on the ship, and we would have nowhere to go. A good plan. But let's give him at least a day, but <clears throat> I mean, we don't need to tell him that.
6: Captain, Let this, uh, I would suggest we ensconce what we found within the caverns in the uh, quartermaster's hold. And then I would highly recommend Sendara take a look at this for this uh, potential fever. Given what was on the island, it may be dangerous for all of us to rest overnight regardless. Absolutely. We really don't
0: want that to spread to everybody else either.
6: No.
2: So as a side note, because your characters would notice this, and when you were on the island didn't matter where you go. There were almost always mosquitoes around you constantly. You became such a constant presence that when you were in the cavern, you noticed they were gone. Hmm. Then you made your way back north across the island again, and you noticed they were back. You're back on the ship. The
6: mosquitoes are gone. Hmm. And they're no longer bothering you. Good. Well, that means that at least hopefully the crew has not been affected.
5: Absolutely. Um... Captain John, sorry, Captain Ivsar wants to call the crew together, uh, before we head out.
1: Okay.
5: So he'll be standing up behind the wheel and just say, uh, crew, I have awful news to present to you all. Jack Scrimshaw has passed away. We were able to find Sandara. We were able to bring back fresh food and fresh water, but unfortunately Jack was unable to make it. And I am sorry as your captain that I was unable to save him unfortunately he was lost in combat as I'm sure you all have lost friends in combat he will not be the last but he is the first in my mind and I am truly sorry from your captain I want you all to know that your all, you're all's lives mean everything to me and I will do whatever it takes from here on out to keep this from happening to any of you
2: and you begin to make your way to settle in for the night unless there is something else anyone would like to do <laughs> so before you settle in now been 24 hours mm. I need everybody to give me fort saves
6: oh boy
2: <laughs> we're just gonna go in a circle alright this is your first save to cure it
6: Sebastian 17 you have a 1 no no I'm sorry 19 still saves okay.
1: <laughs> I was never affected
6: you
2: were never affected
1: nope
3: Ha! Huh, look at that!
2: <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, congratulations! Thanks. You passed. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It's far. Uh, 16. You saved once. Kitnick. 22. You saved once. Adigoke.
4: With my plus six fortitude save, I have an eight.
2: <laughs> an eight?
4: Eight. I rolled a two.
2: Alrighty then. Well, let's just roll some damage here, shall we?
4: Does he begin to stink? Does he get a bonus
2: for
6: Sandara <laughs> being there? <laughs> do I get a bonus because I'm cute? <laughs> Actually,
1: um, the heel check—if her heel check is higher than his save, they can she can he can use that instead. If you want to let her do that,
2: I think she has used a lot of her heals for the day. Do you think she can do it? She's it's a, it's tired. the
1: skill check. I, it's up to you.
2: Alright. I'm going to roll it, though.
1: Okay, cool. That's cool?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. You said your roll was an 8? Eight? 8.
4: So, <laughs> can you beat an 8? It's Wes. I
2: cannot. <laughs> uh, what is her uh, heel score?
4: Her heel is plus plus. Do not tell me you rolled six, another 1, Wes.
2: I rolled a 5. <laughs> but it's an 11, so you get to use that. But just still not enough. I'm right. guessing. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: To treat a disease means to tend a single disease character. Every time the disease character makes a saving throw against disease effects, you make a heal check. If your heal check exceeds the DC of the DC, <laughs> DC of the disease, the character re- receives a plus
4: four to the saving throw so against either the way, disease. Yeah. So, so I, I would have gotten a twelve. <laughs>
2: Closer, Than that there. So you take three points of constitution damage <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. and two points of dexterity Ooh. damage oh, holy geez. crap that, there's still, no way I had to go okay like that you still mm-hmm. have to make two consecutive saves in order to get rid of this
4: damn, damn. let me let me go ahead and cripple myself real quick on my oh, hero line. oh my
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my indeed so with all of the damage that happened <sighs> before now that you've lost some constitution damage
5: how are you on hit points at a go This is not showing up. He's rolling these checks while he's in the healing hammock, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about the hammock.
6: I did, did like not.
0: the Harmony Hut? I mean...
5: Are we going to build a sweat lodge on the
6: deck of the ship? <laughs> right?
0: We already have one, I'm sure.
5: Uh-huh. If Sar doesn't like sweat lodges... <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's already had his vision quest. He's good. Yeah.
4: What's that? Uh-oh. That means that's, that's my hit points, man. All
6: right. Do you just collapse? I guess so.
2: Okay. Adagoke is unconscious. All right. You all go to sleep for the night.
0: And we put him, like, in a bed somewhere first lay him down, you well, know, did he,
2: did he just collapse or was this, like, overnight? So after this happened overnight okay. while everybody was already in their hammock. Like,
0: was I in a hammock or the hammock?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the captain was probably in the hammock, unfortunately yeah, for probably. us. Especially with that missing eye Yeah. hoping yeah.
5: yeah. right. it heals back.
2: <laughs> it is the middle of the night. There is a watch keeping track of everything happening on the deck. Where do you guys sleep at night? Are you in the captain's quarters all together? Is the captain by himself and everybody in the officer quarters?
6: Um, assume Sebastian probably has posted up in the quartermaster's uh, quarters, where where so everything is stored at down bottom. at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. idea.
4: I thought we stayed in the officers.
0: Yeah, we're probably in the officers. I can't officers. remember. That's,
4: yeah. that's where I planned on being, was the yeah, officers' quarters. That's that's where I assumed we were, so yeah, yeah that
5: was my plan. John, right. Ibsar would be in the captain's quarters.
2: Okay, so Ibsar in the captain's quarters... You're by yourself. Yes. You hear boom, 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 boom. Captain, Captain, wake up, Captain. Boom, 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 boom. He'll open the door. Who is it? Crimson Cogward. Okay. At the door. Miku. He's dead. Miku.
5: Miku is dead. Hmm. Uh, take me to his body. And we'll see you next week. Whoa! Whoa! What? You're an asshole. Yep. Perception or do you, <laughs> do you want to wake up?: Yes <laughs> He'll throw the covers off, stand up out of bed, come to the door and open it. it falls over because he realizes he was in a hammock. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have no death perception. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, And you're driving the ship hopefully he
5: leaves that to me or Adagoke most of the time at this point yeah John hasn't actually John not John Ibsar does not have anything in uh, sailor, sailor. <laughs> oh lord every time he puts a hand on the wheel we just slap it away no no he technically no. doesn't
6: sail the ship so bad bad bad, yeah. bad.
1: you feel a spray bottle <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking the original Avengers, Fane walks up, covers his eye, and looks around like this is exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, 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 boom,
2: boom. Captain, Captain, wake up.